Hey, it's Sarah, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by funding through the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Research shows that as early as infancy, young children start to develop and test hypotheses for how the world around them works. They understand probability and making predictions or guesses, and they take in information from trusted sources around them you know, like their peers and the adults that raise them, and use that information to guide their behavior. They are naturally curious. And you can build on that natural curiosity by developing and nurturing their interests in science, technology, engineering, and math, or STEM. STEM can refer to those subjects individually or one or more of them working together but can also mean a way of just doing things that include solving problems, asking questions, and exploring the world around us. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So for young children, we focus on STEM through, you guessed it, play, exploration, and building that curiosity about the natural world and the way that things work. STEM learning It's important for everyone and can happen anytime, anywhere. It's some of those real life skills that people develop when learning STEM that help make everyone better problem solvers and learners. So let's real quick, like break down each of those parts of STEM. So first you have science, (laughs) you know, observing, experimenting, asking questions, recording, problem solving you know, science, Bill Nye, white coat. But also remember that science with young children isn't always about science and the white coat and knowing the periodic table and all of those big sciencey words. Science isn't scary. Science, just like we talked about, is curiosity. It's solving problems, asking questions, recording, thinking through things. You know, like scientists children learn from each other, from others. They watch what children and adults do, like we said above, and learn from trying to repeat what they've seen or by asking questions and looking for results, which sometimes looks like, you know, tipping the cup over (laughs) or, um, you know, to spill something or just to see what will happen. So sometimes those questions that they ask maybe don't feel so fantastic, but that's their brain working through that. And when we talk about science, we kind of break it down into maybe some of those things you remember from back in back in the day with school, um, physical science, or those characteristics and properties of non-living objects, um, watching a mobile move, you know, uh, from the fan going above it or wind moving objects or playing with water. There's life science, which is those characteristics and properties of living things, you know, parts of the body, senses that we've talked a lot about, identifying animals and their sounds. And then earth science, observing and exploring the properties of the earth and the natural environment, dirt, (laughs) sand, rocks, weather, seasons, So, you know, an example, again, is when children try new foods, they 
in their brains, you know, asking themselves, what is this? And maybe sometimes they do actually ask that out loud. <laughs> but, you know, inside they're they're comparing and contrasting the food with those previous experiences. They, you know, kind of develop that hypothesis or that question of, I think this is something I'm going to like. So they taste test and think, oh, I do like this fruit or, oh, this green thing is really bleh. Right. And then definitely they communicate the results of their conclusions and then come back to it again and again. Remember, it takes them on average 2000 times to really get into something before they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. I remember this. I'm good. We got this. So then we go to the T in STEM, which is technology or using tools. With technology, really, we're talking about any type of man-made object or it really just any object that you can use to make an action on something else. Measuring cups and spoons, tongs, scoops, pulleys, wheels, levers, scissors, ramps, um, rocks, you know, something that I can use to push something else. And I think oftentimes when we talk about technology, we think about computers, cell phones, etc. But really, it's that um, something that we can use to make an action on something else. A pencil is a tool. Um, because when children are using these tools in technology, they're, they're learning, they're observing and learning from that cause and effect of, you know, I held the pencil in my hand or the pen or the marker or whatever. I held it and moved it around on the paper and I made a mark. That cause and effect again helps them understand how we accomplish tasks, how we solve a problem using something outside of our own body. And then we go to the E of STEM, which is engineering. And engineering applies science, math, and technology to solving problems. So remember at the top of this episode, not too long ago, we talked about how STEM in and of itself can be these separate things, or it can work all together. And that's really a lot of what engineering is, the engineering piece of this. It's using materials, designing, crafting, building. So again, some of those asking questions, uh, proposing what it could be, using a tool to figure it out, using some math to get there. Um, engineering helps us understand how and why things work. So when children design and build with blocks or put together, you know, car tracks, that they're acting as engineers. They're trying to figure out how it works. When they put the big block on top and the small block on bottom, right? That's working through those engineering skills. Those are those engineering skills of trying to understand how I make all of this knowledge that I've gained through this cause and effect and through asking the question and working through different ways to make it, to build and destroy, build and destroy. That's engineering. So, you know, the children that are building the block towers and knocking them down or rearranging, that's them working through those engineering skills. And then finally, the M of STEM, which is mathematics, counting, patterning, shapes, measuring, numbers, 
right? That Again, that counting, that one-to-one correspondence. We've talked some about one-to-one correspondence more recently in some episodes where, you know, it's great if children can count to 100 by the time they start kindergarten, but, you know, how many fingers am I holding up? Can they tell you how many chairs are at the table? Or can they tell you how many plates you need for the amount of children that are in the classroom? And that's one-to-one correspondent. I need, that's one-to-one correspondence. I need one plate for each child. Um, algebra, which I'll be real honest with you, not a, not a, not a huge fan of that from high school, what I remember, but you know, that's, but algebra is really about patterns and classification and geometry, right? Shapes, spatial relationships, um, positioning words like over, under, through, and then measurement and reasoning, you know, more or less hot or cold, which are again, things that go back with science and those asking those questions of, do I have more or less? And with that measurement and reasoning is that ability to think that reason and problem solve. Again, words we've been using up in the science part and the engineering part of asking, what is this thing? How do I make it do this other thing? But definitely within that, with that more or less, you know, infants, toddlers begin to understand that math concept of more when we ask, you know, do you want more food? When we sign the word more to them, that's a math concept. In addition to it being a communication language skill, it's also a math concept. And those infants and toddlers learn that geometry and spatial relationships by exploring everything with their hands and their mouths. They put everything in their mouths. Well, that's them learning shapes and where things are in the environment and where things are in their space. You all know this so, so well, but children are naturally motivated to solve problems. And when they have an active role in learning and are interested in that outcome, you know, they decide what they'll do and learn from what happened. They create the theories or the hypothesis and test and modify those all on their own. They experiment and correct mistakes and develop strategies. They become and nurture their own natural scientist within them. And STEM learning can provide them opportunities to do all of those things in an engaging way that really continues to promote those lifelong skills of problem solving, of persistence, of, you know, I built the tower and it fell over. Now what do I do? That's STEM learning. It teaches them to come back to it and develop another hypothesis. What would happen if? I think you all have probably, if you've listened to the podcast long enough, I hope you know that what would happen if is probably one of my favorite phrases because how do you know unless you try? And I think that's the natural scientist in all of us. So tune in next week and we're going to talk about your role as the adult in planning and facilitating STEM learning 
in your program with your children. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casito Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families Child Care and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at kidsthesedayspod. Be sure to check out the infographic and other resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Sarah Holmes. Infographics by Rudy Benavides. Music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod. See you next time on Kids These Days.